Welcome to Beef and Forage Roundup with host Chantal McRae. This podcast is a production of Manitoba Beef and Forage Initiatives, created to share information with farmers, producers, and agriculture enthusiasts to showcase the important work that is happening at MBFI. Our podcasts drop on the first and third Wednesday each month. We will be sharing information through interviews with General Manager Mary Jane Orr, project leads for various projects, MBFI team members, speakers from our extension events, industry leaders, and industry suppliers. This podcast will dig deep into on-farm research and field testing practices related to beef cattle and forage production and efficiency and sustainability of practice in the agricultural industry in Manitoba. We will be sharing information on upcoming training and workshops, field and farm demonstration tours, education materials and events at MBFI, as well as producer profiles from around the province, and information on their own trials, challenges, innovation, and results. We encourage you to browse our social media accounts and website for links to more information on projects, upcoming events, and important deadlines. Information on our social accounts and website can be found following the show and in the show notes. As always, we encourage you to email us if you have feedback, questions, or topic suggestions for the show at information at mbfi.ca. Welcome back, and thank you so much for joining me for the second half of our interview with Mary Jane Orr. Before we dive into the upcoming extension events that are happening at MBFI, I want to take just a quick second and do a recap on the first workshop in the grazing workshop series, which actually happened at MBFI this past week. I was so fortunate to be able to sit in on the workshop and to get some really great information and tips from all of our presenters. And so we started off the day with Steve Kenyon, who was talking about building pasture productivity using pasture planning. And Steve is from Greener Pastures Ranching Limited and will be the guest on our next episode of the podcast. After that, we had Sean Kaback, who's the egg adoption specialist with Livestock Manitoba Egg, and he was discussing using agri-maps as a tool to develop your grazing system plan. Andrea Berthelay, who is an extension specialist with Manitoba Egg, came and she was speaking to us on developing applications for grazing project funding. And the day rounded out with Ryan Kennart, who is from the Assiniboine West Watershed District, and he was talking about some upcoming programs that are available to support producers who are looking at boosting their use of regenerative egg strategies and some funding that's available for some of those projects. The day was great, and I'm so glad that there was people who were available to come on out. There was some good networking, um, some really great conversations and questions that were asked. If you were unable to make that workshop, like I said, we do have Steve Kenyon coming on the next episode of the podcast, and I would encourage you to take a quick second to listen to all of the information that he is able to share with us for that episode. If there's people who are wanting to learn more through in-person events or come to MBFI to see the farm, what extension events could they expect this year? Well, as you can imagine, coming out of the pandemic, it's been pretty stressful and pretty challenging trying to plan events. We have done a lot better with some of our online events, but I should say at any time, I'm always open to a phone call. If someone is coming into Brandon that would like to try and stop by or has a question or wants to have a look at something, I can't guarantee we'll always be available, but give us a phone call and try and organize a a personal site visit. That's always an option. This year, we're doing a big push to have a strong series of extension events. So we're starting off with a grazing workshop series. And 
coming up right away on May 3rd, 4th, and 5th, we're going to have the same event hosted at three different locations to try and increase our reach up into the interlake and up into the parkland. And so we're going to have Steve Kenyon from Greener Pastures Ranching. He's going to be speaking about how you can build your pasture productivity by using pasture planning. Our hope or outcome of this workshop is to get producers to be thinking about some low-hanging fruit in developing a grazing plan and identifying where maybe some changes could be made that you could start improving your productivity. So that might be something like putting in additional watering or maybe looking at changing your fencing, or it may be just as simple as going out and doing a pasture health assessment. And so this first workshop is just trying to put some of that initial information out there and get producers inspired to thinking about evaluating your situation and coming up with a grazing plan. And then our follow-up workshops, so workshop two will be on June 1st. Uh, the topic is going to focus on fence and water solutions. So we're going to have uh, Sean Anderson from PWR Custom Fencing come out and talk about electric fence theory and hands-on demonstration. We're also going to have a solar power presentation as well, and that would be both for remote water as well as remote power for fencing systems. And then we're also going to have pasture pipelines. So if we're looking at getting a water source um, installed in one place, how can you get that water across your land and really effectively um, have a grazing, grazing paddocks that all have water to them? June, July, and August are all the first Wednesday of the month. So June 1st is the fencing and water solutions. July 6th is uh, the health check of your pasture and soil. And so we've just confirmed, and I'm very excited to say that we're going to have Abby Wick come up from North Dakota. She's done phenomenal work with producers in managing their soil health, specifically with cover cropping and different land management systems. So we'll be really excited to hear from her on how some of the lessons learned from her work in growing and evaluating soil health in North Dakota. And then uh, we'll also be doing pasture health assessments on that Check Your Health Day. And so we'll be excited to have May Elsinger from Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada Brandon Research Station. And she is an amazing resource that we are so thankful to have access to at Manitoba Beef and Forage Initiatives. She is going to provide um, some insights from the Manitoba Range Health Assessment Book and give some simple tips and tricks on how you can identify what's the most impactful change you might be able to make on your pastures. So if you're assessing the health of your pastures, is it an invasive weed problem? Is it a soil problem? Is it a plant community issue? And we'll be doing that hands-on and we've got lots of challenges at our first three pastures. So we've got some problems that we can share and what they look like and then try and evaluate how we can assess those and how we can come up with a plan to address them. And then the fourth workshop in August is looking at how you can diversify your grazing. And so that's really both how you can integrate annual forages and how you can use some diverse annual forage mixes in your grazing. We're looking at bringing in some, some outside of the province speakers for those events as well. Aside from that, we're also hoping to be doing a workshop looking at farm safety and low stress handling, maybe later in August. We're still figuring out some of the details on that. And we're also um, excited to work with all of our partners to host events with them. And so we're pretty excited to have the Ducks Unlimited Canada Youth Advisory Council is doing um, some site visits. And so it's a national group of youth that are learning more about wetland conservation and agriculture. And so we have this opportunity to showcase them 
how well um, agriculture can work um, both as an industry, but also uh, as supporting conservation across the landscape in a working landscape. So I'm really looking forward to seeing and meeting those youth that are a part of this council to give them an idea or let them see firsthand what a, what a cattle operation looks like and how that's conserving wetlands in the Prairie Pothole region. There's lots coming up at NBFI, so we would encourage people to really keep checking back to the website, keep taking a look at those social accounts so you're not missing the deadlines. And we are really excited to have Steve Kenyon coming on to the podcast for the next episode to talk a little bit about those grazing strategies that he uses, kind of maybe a little bit more about that extension event that will be happening. Um, Are there events that would be specific to youth happening at NBFI this year? We have a fantastic opportunity with 4-H Manitoba with the Hereford cow dystocia model, which is a simulation of calving. And it allows participants to see just simply how a calf is born, but also depending on the level of expertise, we can present, you know, how to correctly apply chains to the calf's feet to uh, safely pull a calf, as well as placing the calf in different positions that may be really challenging to resolve and training everyone from vets all the way to senior beef club members. And so on May 14th, uh, we're doing a 4-H beef day. The day is really built around the clover cow dystocia model where we can learn all about calving, but we're also have the opportunity to have beef ultra carcass ultrasound there. They'll be there Um, the day previous for a part of a research project, but they were very gracious and staying on an extra day to do this extension event for the 4-H clubs. And so they'll learn all about how ultrasound can be used as a tool to evaluate uh, marbling, ribeye size, carcass quality, as well as doing a judging class. So we'll have little stations and it'll be a really action-packed day for the 4-H club members because they're going to learn about low-stress cattle handling hands-on, they're going to do hands-on calving with the dystocial model. They're going to learn about carcass ultrasounding and the demonstration. They're going to have practice doing a heifer judging class. And we're also going to do a little bit of introduction to grazing management and some plant identification of some of our um, raised gardens that we have specimens growing of 32 different native species. So they're going to get to see Everything from how cows are born, how their bodies are growing in condition, how we handle them, how we should graze them, and the different things that they eat. So it's a pretty comprehensive day. A jam-packed um, day. That's super great. jam-packed. Yeah, so we're just incredibly thankful for a great working relationship with 4-H Manitoba because thinking back before the pandemic, we were getting into a swing of having each of the beef clubs come out for a field tour. And so we had started making bookings, but unfortunately that all kind of ground to a halt in the spring of 2020. This is hopefully going to launch us into having lots of events with 4-H beef clubs as well. So again, if any 4-H beef club leaders are listening, it would be great for them to get in contact with me. If you're not able to make the May 14th beef day, we can um, take different elements from it and make a field day out of it specifically just for an individual beef club as well. So is that event on the 14th open to all beef members or does their club have to come as a group? I believe it is open to all beef members, but on the flyer, it has registration is open on the 4-H Manitoba database. So I'm assuming you would have a member login and you would go to events. You would find May 14th on the calendar, select 4-H beef day and just click to register. So you should 
be able to do that in individually, not rely specifically for a group registration in any way. Perfect. My next question was going to be about how to register. So that is good. Sounds like a ton of stuff that's coming up at MBFI. And I know you said that you keep saying that things are exciting, but I feel like after a couple of years of people being locked in their homes and not being able to get out, that it is just so exciting to have all these events where people can get together. They can have those conversations, get that really meaningful learning, have that hands-on experience. So I think that there's really a lot to look forward to in the coming months. As you guys are gearing up for calving and spring, all of these extension events, is there anything else on the farm that you'd like to share that you're really looking forward to? Uh, yeah, our summer students starting. <laughs> <laughs> we hire summer students every year. We usually have like four or five. And I cannot say enough good things about the group of, of summer students that we have this year. Four of them are all returning from last year. Um, one of them, this will be her third summer with us. And having hope in the industry, like seeing the next generation of beef producers coming up and seeing their fresh eyes and their take on some of the challenges and having their input and their questions of, oh my gosh, why are we doing this? <laughs> is always just a great experience and just really thankful to have, to have good staff. I mean, that's the thing that makes everything possible. None of this would be possible without our full-time staff. Mm-hmm. So uh, Leah Rotvang is our research technician. She's been with us the longest. And we have Clayton Robbins has been with us since 2019. And Ron Christensen is with us just since this last fall. And we currently have Jordan Dixon on maternity leave. And we have yourself, Chantal, which we're incredibly helpful and thankful for your ideas and inspirations and how we can better communicate what we're doing across the board. Awesome. If there's listeners who are interested in being a summer student for next summer, um, what does the process look like for that? Or how can they get in touch with you to find out more about those positions? For sure. We usually advertise in January and they can email me or we can email our information at mbfi.ca, just your cover letter and, uh, and a resume about why you'd be interested in working with MBFI. And we really do try to hire a mix of group of people. So you do not have to come from a beef farm to be able to excel and work at MBFI. We do always try to have some positions available for people for it to be like a real fresh start learning from nothing opportunity. If there are listeners that are interested in becoming involved with MBFI in other ways, whether that's financially or as volunteers, how would they go about doing that? The best thing, I mean, I keep saying would just be to give me a call and have a conversation or shoot me an email. There's a lot of opportunities, um, as I've mentioned, across our engagement and our on-farm evaluation. So all those projects that we're doing and plus all of the extension activities that we're doing. There are a lot of opportunities to collaborate, participate, and engage in everything that we do. So always welcomed for input and always welcome for help. So we could have a conversation at any time. We've talked lots about listeners being able to get in contact with you if they have questions about projects, if they're interested in what's going on at MBFI. What is the best way for them to reach you as far as your contact information goes? The best way to get in contact with me is always just through my cell phone. And so that's 431 two five five zero zero one one don't be fooled by the boys of Ain area code i am in brandon the other way would be information at mbfi.ca perfect and we can include both of those in the show notes as well if there's someone listening that that wants to get a hold of you is there anything else before we wrap up that you'd like to share on this very first episode of the podcast 
I think I've covered a lot of ground, but I'll just take the moment to reiterate that we are here to engage and we are here to do on-farm evaluation and we are here for extension. So if at any point you have an idea, again, we really want to hear from you um, and we really want to hear your feedback as well. So I look forward to, to future conversations. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day and your crazy spring schedule to meet with me today so we could do this interview and have a really good chat about everything uh, MBFI and all of the extension events and exciting things that are coming up this spring. On our next episode for all of our listeners, we will be talking to Steve Kenyon, who is leading the grazing workshops and on future episodes, you can stay tuned for conversations with some of the project leads, some of the MBFI staff with our summer students. And we hope that you'll follow us on this journey through the MBFI episodes to find out more about uh, what MBFI is all about and about all the things that are going on here to extend agriculture in Manitoba. Before we finish up the podcast today, I want to take a quick minute and just give you a recap of the dates for the upcoming workshops that are happening at MBFI. So workshop two in the grazing workshop series is on fence and water solutions, and it will be held at MBFI's Brookdale farm site on June 1st. The third workshop in the series is Health Check Your Pasture and Soil. It will be occurring at MBFI's First Street Pasture on July 6th. Final workshop in the series called Diversify Your Grazing, and it will be held at MBFI's Brookdale Farm Site on August 3rd. Pre-registration is required for all of these workshops, and spaces may be limited. So I encourage you to head on over to MBFI's website to register as soon as you can. And the website that you will be looking for is www mbfi.ca slash registration, or you can call 204-761-3300 in order to book your spot today. We hope to see you there. The research programs and daily operations at MBFI would not be possible without funding from the province of Manitoba, Government of Canada, and the Canadian Agricultural Partnership, as well as the partnerships with Manitoba Agriculture, Manitoba Beef Producers, Ducks Unlimited Canada, and the Manitoba Forage and Grasslands Association. We want to send a sincere thank you to all of these organizations for making MBFI's work possible. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Beef and Forage Roundup. For more information on the on-farm projects or upcoming extension events, please visit us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at mbbeefandforage. For full project reports and more information about MBFI, please visit our website, mbfi.ca. If you have feedback on the show, questions about content, are interested in becoming a project supporter, or want to submit a proposal for a research project topic, please email information at mbfi.ca. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to ensure you don't miss an upcoming episode. We've got lots to share.